0: You're listening to the Women as in Art podcast, and I am your host, Leah Schrager. Hello, Robert. Welcome to Women as in Art. Great to see you. Great
1: to um, be here.
0: Let me, <laughs> thanks. Uh, let me start by reading your bio. So, A fellow of the Sundance Institute documentary program, Robert Adanto is interested in exploring how artists respond to rapid, sometimes catastrophic change. His award-winning films have looked at China's explosive contemporary art scene, The Rising Tide 2008, the lives and works of Iranian female artists, Pearls on the Ocean Floor, 2010, the impact of Hurricane Katrina on the lives of New Orleans-based artists, City of Memory, 2014, and radical fourth-wave feminist performance in Brooklyn, The F Word, 2015. His most recent project, Born Just Now, explores the art and life of the Serbian artist Marta Jovanovic. The film received the Zvigo vertov Award for Best Documentary Feature at the Chicago International Art House Film Festival and was also named Best Feature Documentary at Art Nonstop Film Festival in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Roberts films have enjoyed screening at over 40 international film festivals and have been presented at the Smithsonian Institute. Smithsonian Institution's Hirshhorn Museum and Sculpture Garden in Washington, D.C., the National Center for Contemporary Art in Moscow, the MFA Boston, LACMA, and the National Museum of Australia in Canberra, among others. He earned his MFA at NYU Tisch School of the Arts. Wow, that's quite a bio, Robert. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, and I know you because I was one of the artists in the F word, and it was a total pleasure to work with you. And I personally love the documentary. I'll put the link to the um, trailer in the show notes so people can check that out. Um, and it was a lot of fun to like go be on panels and talk about it. We went to a lot of different places, including, what was it, Dallas Contemporary, um, the place Upstate.
2: And that, there were a like, lot of that places. It's Recently cool. closed. What was that? Connecticut. Oh, did spot? it? What was that? Yeah, um, I know that was a good place. I'm
0: trying to remember.
2: I know. I, it was. I don't have my notes. With Carrie, <laughs> Carrie was the curator, but now she's moved on and doing some other good stuff.
0: Oh, cool. Well, um, so this podcast is um, is mostly focused on women I'm actually curious and maybe this is just jumping in kind of heavy but because I didn't send you this question but I'm curious actually if there's been any sort of through lines that you've noticed in terms of the documentaries that you've done in terms of how women how the role of women in art or as artists have are, are kind of emerging now like how they're kind of what the contemporary role is if you see it changing
2: you know I don't know if I've seen it changing I see a consistency in Mm. an openness and an intelligence and that could be what drew me to the particular artist that I'm selecting I don't know if all women artists are necessarily one way or the other. But when I did the rising tide, that first film, and I centered on eight artists, I always made sure uh, there were four of the artists in that film, my very first film, were women. Uh, two of them, Xiao Fei and Chen Chulin, were you know lived their whole lives in China. And the third, one of Zhang O. Oh, was born in China and lived there a long time, but now lives in Brooklyn. But uh, I mean, I think all of them, including yourself, have been doing cutting edge work in terms of really trying to do work that no one has done or work that is really trying to be popular or noted, I guess, not popular, but. Not really popular, but um, get that gets recognized and doing a good job about all of that um, in city of memory, I had Deborah luster, a really noted photographer um, but I, I, I think all all the women that I've chosen have been really interesting to me intellectually they all had a purpose uh, or knew what the purpose of making art was for them specifically. Um, Some more than others connected with other female artists, but not necessarily. But I always said, and as far as as far back as my second film pearls on the ocean floor, that that was really my first feminist film just because it was about Iranian women living during uh, the green movement. I mean, I started that film, Nine days after that botched political election, the presidential election where um, Ahmadinejad basically stole that election and that led to the protests in the street and the green movement. And I made it in a year and there was a lot of urgency and a lot of uh, just a lot of Iranians that were living in the diaspora. I was supposed to go to Iran, but I wasn't allowed. I knew I wasn't going to be allowed in as a Western journalist. So I ended up seeing the artists who I had been in contact with and interviewed them in places like Berlin and Leipzig, New York, San Francisco. And I I mean, we're seeing kind of their forebears in the streets today with what's happening in Iran. So I'm I'm actually showing I've shown that film now a couple of times since this recent uprising um, this year. And everyone's saying, wow, this, is, this could be right now. And it was done in two, I <laughs> wow. shot it in 2009. I wish it were different in Iran, but it uh, does seem that uh, it's that film is really timely. And then, of course, the F word, I really thought was ahead of its time in that. When I first was researching it, like the term fourth wave feminism, like mm-hmm amongst academics was like, there was an argument about that. Like some were saying, no, we're still in that third wave. And it was only a few people, including yourself that were saying, no, we are fourth wave. And now it's more common to hear that today, that film I started in 2013, which was before hashtag me too, before, you know, uh, pussy hats and Trump, so now there's more of a I guess say a yeah a feminist approach or or feminism since then has just become a little bit more mainstream and more people are now waking up to the fact that it's essential but at mm-hmm. that time it wasn't um I guess as popular as it is or it was in mm-hmm. certain moments like with the overturning of Roe v Wade
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you started that 10 years ago. That's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, thanks. But I mean, I wouldn't have done it without artists like you to say, yeah, go for it, and <laughs> make the film. So
0: so what's your take on the relationship between feminism and art?
2: You know, I, I'm not... I'm probably not the best person to answer that. Um, I'm an observer. And the way I work with my films is I always want to hear from the artists and their perspective. I've heard an array of perspectives. But Mm. what I have enjoyed and I've learned through the process of making these three films that have been very feminine and feminist, based um, is that it's, al- it's always a very individual, personal take on, on their art and it changes. It evolves, like mm. sometimes it evolves with things that they're going through individually and things that are in the cultural landscape with some of the work mm-hmm. in terms of their relationship. I know when I was making Born Just Now, I mean, there's definitely a feminist approach that you can, or a lens that you can see some of Marta Yovanovitch's performances. But I got to know what was going on in her personal life and her relationship. And I feel like I I was just allowed into a space where in showing the work, I you know I filmed it people can still draw their own perspective based on what they've looked at but I I'm not the person really to answer <laughs> that specifically I just think that that's mm-hmm. a very specific to the individual artist
0: Mhm yeah that's a lovely perspective on it and I completely agree um I mean that's part of one of the perhaps challenges or great things about feminism is that there actually are a lot of different interpretations of, of the word, um, of the waves of what really in a way the purpose is. So, yeah, I think that's well said. Um, what do you see as the biggest challenges and opportunities for women now? Women artists, I should say.
2: Oh, women artists. Um, in
0: particular, yeah. Or in general, if you are
2: inspired. No, well, I'll stick to artists only because that's a little more refined in in terms of, because what a woman in Iran is experiencing is very different from, you know, a college educated young lady in New York City. You know, they both have challenges, but they're very different. And and then you could think of things in, the global South and what women have to do just to bring water to their people every day. You know, those kind of things are all very different and all essential and important. And, but in terms of, um, female artists, I mean, there still remains to a huge gap in what is paid for the artists of a, a woman, as opposed to what is paid for, the art of a man in across the board um, collections in museums. I get an opportunity to travel a lot, and just recently, I I was at the Yale School and 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 there, they have an incredible museum there. And actually, I was pretty impressed that I I think I may be wrong, but it seemed like at least in the contemporary art section there was probably 40% of women, which is, you never see that. But they did make an effort, at least in the contemporary section. And actually, and also there's a British art museum that Yale has also. And there were a lot of other British painters from the 19th century that you've never heard of. But there they had some pieces by them. And I've never seen them. And I've never even heard of most of them, but there they were in that permanent collection now. So I think museums are beginning to collect more women, but there's they haven't been for you know the longest time. So it's still very difficult for women artists to get chosen or or bought or make those collections. Um, but I think one of the positive things is that uh, women from what I've read, dominate art history programs. The mm-hmm. so more and more are yeah. writing about art, curating. So mm-hmm. things hopefully are moving in a positive direction. Uh, but in terms of artists, like working and making art, I still think there's a lot of bias about taking them seriously and Mm -hmm. investing in their whole career when some people think, well, what if she gets married and decides to have children? Then what? Is she going to stop making art? And then what is her value? And I I still think there's biases and ideas like that that get in the way of someone just looking at their art and saying, wow, this is exceptional. I want to work with this artist. So I think Mm -hmm. that those are some Some of the things that still exist
0: yeah yeah that's um yeah very well said i think the taking women seriously is a really depending on the kind of work they do and i guess i obviously speak from experience that depending on how one wants to define art i could be taken seriously very seriously or very not seriously. So I I think that's a very well said, uh, it's a really nice
2: phrase. And just in general, like, I just think that when I see, when I go into spaces a lot, it seems like certain types of artists are shown to be I don't know, it goes down to like how their bios are presented sometimes, like there's just a, mm-hmm. a formula yeah. that everyone needs to be following that I feel like, and, I, I, and it was interesting, at Yale, there's like a section that has a lot of people that have just recently, at least in the last 10 years, done their MFA at Yale, and yet, mm-hmm. and I, there's some really powerful work there. I'm not going to say there wasn't but some of the whole I don't know the way some of that was displayed it just seems very um like what's the word like it's corporate mm. like there's yes just say art it, corporate <laughs> yeah yeah like there's the right you know like this is the way that Of course yeah and so I, that I don't know. think you should know. say it. If I, you I don't want know. to sell. Ma- yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it just seemed a little that way in terms of how it was presented.
0: Definitely. And I've heard that called like art speak, that yeah. like, you have to have the right art speak in order to um, be taken seriously. Called.
2: Like words like old yes. from. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very true. Um, I think it's Brad Trammell who has a really funny. An insightful YouTube video on art speak, and it's hilarious when you watch it. You're just like, "Oh my god, that's just like it's so." I better delete mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, let's see. So, yeah, the um, the subject, and then one other thing. I don't know. I just wanted to throw this in there. I think you know, I think the interesting thing about women having more, I think it's great women having more roles and taking higher positions, obviously, and more positions in art, um, in institutions and galleries and stuff. And I think, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if I have said this to you, but I think part of like, um, something that I've noticed is that sometimes some women are, uh, what well what I consider feminism to be is like women or women so supporting women in living the lifestyle that they choose basically. So if it's let's say more sexual or if it's not whatever it is that that's kind of it's the woman's choice. It should be the part, the individual's choice, um, and so. The, the challenge that I found is that actually it tends to be women who are sometimes, I would say, like my biggest supporters and my biggest adversaries, like the people who hate the kind of work I do um, because, well, I'm not going to assume to know because, um, but I, I think it's kind of interesting that it's sort of a, like, and actually the biggest thing also that I find is that in general, men are more fine with my work. However, they're scared to support it or share it or buy it because, they're like i mean i've had lots of things said to me but like it's like well i can't let's say i can't put it in my house because i'd be worried about what a woman would say or or and also i've actually had people say to me that um they were worried about this is during the me too movement that that the um the work that I I had a work commissioned at a place and then they showed it to the board and then they decided not to show or not to continue with the commission. And what they cited was the me too movement. And I was like, well, isn't the me too movement supposed to support women and creating, you know, their work and sharing their work. But in this situation it was actually used to censor. So that's sort of a kind of convoluted long way of saying that it's a, that just because someone's a woman doesn't mean that they're actually fully supportive of women, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, or a very limited scope of what women should be able to do. Like yes. They, that they have to play within this realm. and Yes. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that plays out in film. I don't know if did you see Till. Tar? No, I, think I tar. didn't. Not Till. Tar. Tar? No. No, you need to see the movie Tar. Okay. Because I just read that Kate Blanchett is getting a lot of. You know, she's up for the Oscar. She's brilliant in it. She plays a fictitious composer, um, conductor who's world renowned, like on the level she, in fact, she was like Leonard Bernstein's protege. She studied under him and Mm -hmm. now she's the head of the Berlin Philharmonic within this film, right? Mm
1: -hmm. She's Mm -hmm.
2: recording a Mahler concert that only one other person has recorded like all of Mahler's major works. And she's in the throes of like working on a recording of this when certain things start to fall apart things that she has done. She's not a perfect character. She's kind of an anti-hero, mm. but mm. because she's a woman and a lesbian in the film and she, I guess, acts like a man in terms of, you know, taking advantage of younger women who are working, mm. you know, want to work with her, want to work under her. Mm. <laughs> Huh. Like the whole, like, it's an incredible film. It's so well done. It's like to me, the, like that and All Quiet on the Western Front are the most complex, complete, full worlds displayed in a film. Like it's, I've seen mm-hmm. it twice. I'd go see it a third time on a big screen and that's for both of those films. Oh, wow. But she is so incredible in this film. She learned how to speak German. She studied how to conduct. Mm-hmm. She learned how to play the piano in this one scene where she's, um, Auditioning a Russian cellist, right? It's a remarkable mm-hmm. performance, remarkable film. It's just unbelievable, but for the same kind of reasons. Like, it's no one, it, you know what it comes down to? Like, whether it's male or female, everybody wants to be, enjoy. Work. They don't want anything that challenges them and where they are. And the minute something mm-hmm. challenges something about them, they just, uh, that's this, that's the, and they don't mm-hmm. want that. And mm-hmm. if they could just open, be open and experience something, it doesn't mean you have to like it, but to totally just reject it or for people to, to be afraid to present something because, well, I don't want them to judge me and think I'm a sexist pig because I have a picture of a nude woman in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, if you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the art, then, mm-hmm. and you want to buy it and you want to put it, like, why should you be fearful of that? Like, yeah. I don't know.
0: Totally. Yes. Yeah. It's,
2: it, it's, yeah. uh, it's a strange world. Like, <laughs> just no, the whole, th- like, the canceling and the restricting and I don't know. I, it's, it seems there's a lot of great art being made, but the way that social media and the 24 hour news cycle works, it, it makes people afraid of how their lives or decisions they make in public will be perceived and could it end me? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big, yeah, that's a big issue. Like you say, it's sort of like the, it's it's all very complicated actually.
2: (laughs) I've had people like, like they, I, I I asked them because they see that like, you know, they, I work in education and they know I make documentaries, and then they search me, and they go, they automatically think that the F word is a pornographic film. And then I said, no, you should You should see it. I go, a lot of universities have bought copies of it. It's presented at the University of Michigan in gender studies programs. Like, it's, it's watch it. Even if you just watch the first 10 minutes, you would see, like, scholars talking about past artists and you'll see the connection that I'm trying to make within the film. Mm -hmm. And, but they don't even want to see that. They don't like, I'll I'll, like Mm. you can watch the first 15 minutes. It's not what you're, I don't know whatever you're thinking, but (laughs) I could show you within 10 minutes what it's about. And they don't want to see that. That's really interesting. I had
0: no idea people. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, it's just, it's sad it's like Mm -hmm. you know but they think like that you know like you tell them it's not just art like this i mean you tell them about a certain film oh but it's in korean Mm -hmm. and that stops like a a group of oh Mm -hmm. they don't want to read translation you know Mm -hmm. seeing a foreign film Mm -hmm. like we that's where we're living people don't read novels anymore people don't read books so like why would they challenge themselves with something that's not on tiktok you know the, the, <laughs> tiktok is i mean i swear to god it's just no one has the focus to really invest in some of the art that really takes an approach mm-hmm. or an mm-hmm. investment in knowing past works that are being referenced like mm-hmm. it's it's very rare yeah. and that's where we are, but yeah. but not so much in Europe. Like you go to Europe and uh, you know, yeah. it's different. You go you go to Europe and there's people with a vic- vocabulary for the work and yeah,
0: and, totally. You know, uh, yeah, I've noticed that as well. The European curators um, tend to be more open and yeah. more sort of. Um, they're exploring a wider bandwidth, right a wider range and, and of representation.
2: I it's that and the market isn't another concern for the curators. They're like mm. they're not thinking like some curators about that mm-hmm. aspect.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um so let me ask kind of a new, slightly yeah, new yeah, question. Yeah. Um, where and how do women find agency and empowerment in art?
2: In making art or, or in the art yeah, world? I, think so. I mean, uh, I
0: think, yeah, those are two
2: different things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, some women form collectives and have spaces where they support one another. That's, one way, um, and some, you know, have previous friends and sometimes some women have really great relationships with a collector or a curator that
1: mm-hmm.
2: they connect with that understands their work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, again, like that's one of those questions that I think varies from female artists to female artists and
1: Mm -hmm.
2: what their connections are and what they need from other people. I mean, there might be a lot of women that really don't need much other than the materials that they need to make their work and they go to work and they do what they do and they could be in a relationship and be married and that's enough for them to, you know, make sense of this life and make work. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not sure. You
0: know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, okay. This is sort of my. I'm not sure you call it. I'm not sure. Controversial question, but uh, can a woman just be art?
2: Yes. Ye- yes, she can. Will she be recognized or seen as Mm -hmm. art? I think there are more tools today that could potentially enable a woman to be art in terms of social media, in terms of media in general and and notoriety, like getting known. Will she make a living being art potentially. Sure. I mean, if it's Mm -hmm. the right art at the right time Mm -hmm. and it, and people see something in her, sorry for tapping. Sure. (laughs) Yes. I think she can be art.
0: Yeah. Great. Good answer. Um, name some female artists you're excited about and why.
2: Oh, wow. Um, There are several painters, um, a couple of them are younger, um, I like the paintings of Ariana Papadimitropoulos, mm-hmm. um, they're pretty interesting, I've seen a couple of her shows. I saw a couple at Yale of and I've seen a lot of her shows, but two that I hadn't seen that were done during COVID. Um, Cecily Brown. I like I love her paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know the painter Savdi? Her last name is Savdi from Miami. Mm.
1: Yes. I think she like,
2: her. Yeah, I think she's phenomenal.
1: That's her first name. Yeah.
2: I haven't you know, I haven't seen because of COVID much performance. I've seen some video yeah. here and there, but I would love to see some more performance. Um and I've I've really have you seen women talking? The film No. What is it? Oh, you should, the film? You should, yeah, you should see that. And I'm glad it got an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Oh, um, cool. That's a pretty powerful piece. I've seen several films by women that I've really liked the last mm-hmm. few years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you ever see Portrait of a Lady on Fire?
0: No. That's
2: amazing. I... I mean, Robert. I don't mm. I
0: don't watch films. I literally don't watch TV or films. Mm.
2: Well, <laughs> so, film. But
0: yeah. you've you're inspiring me. Yeah, film. Yeah,
2: you should see these. I think
0: Yeah.
2: All th- th- I will. Those two right there would could inspire some work by you. And I did actually see that piece oh, cool. posted. I really like the the squares like the um you post I think they're new works. With the geometry, like the geometric square. Oh, yeah, right, right,
0: right. Yeah. They're new? actually old works, or is, to be uh, honest. They're actually, yeah. But I've oh, never you know shown I, them. <laughs>
2: you know what I thought those, yeah, because, yeah, they, what I thought you did was t- take older photos and mm-hmm. add those squares. I don't know if you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I did.
2: Yeah, because I, I yeah. recognize that background. Right, so, right, yeah. right.
0: Totally. Yeah, those were, yeah, so those are actually works that I, they're older photos, but they're also works that I made a while ago, but that I, um, just had never gotten off my hard drive, basically. And I'm in a process right now of trying to get a lot of work off my hard drive. So that's cool that you thought they were new. I They also felt new, I guess, in how I was selecting them. Mm. Now that I'm kind of at a different life stage than I was with those works, I'm starting to relate to those images differently. Um, I actually like them more, if that makes sense. Um, But it's, it's an interesting process basically like having had a kid and being a mom and now looking back at these images where i'm like look very different than i look now is an interesting experience
2: did you have a so ball? we'll see what
0: comes of that i did
2: awesome what's his <laughs> name That's great
0: um i'm calling him e online
2: <laughs> e online
0: no, sorry, no. I'm no. online for. I'm just calling him by uh, e. his
2: first initial, oh, which I is see. E. <laughs> yeah. And now,
0: but maybe you'll meet him when we're in LA.
2: Yeah. Are He's you super sweet? Out? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What um? Do you have any other shows coming up?
0: Um. Uh. No, I don't really. Actually, I had a show. Well, you came to the show in LA that yep. I had at Gruen yep. Gallery. That was my last big show. Uh, it was a lot of fun and, but yeah, no, I actually don't really have much coming up. I don't think
2: (laughs) what's early in the year.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and one thing I realized I should ask you is can you please define fourth wave feminist art, um, in context of the film?
2: Yeah. Um, well within the context of the film, As I said earlier, there were kind of two thoughts of what fourth wave is or was, at least in that time. And some were saying it was the generation that grew up with understanding of the digital world and people that were Mm -hmm. making and using the Internet, porn platforms Mm -hmm. and digital media as as a space to make their work Um, and others felt that fourth wave were artists mainly under the age of 30 that were seen feminism as a more individual approach and where artists were seeking, where female artists were seeking full agency, believing that they could be the artist and the muse at the same time Mm -hmm. and and didn't feel that they had to be making feminist work that was, you know, uh, anti-sexual or or using the female nude. I guess it was uh, a, a little more restrictive, but also very intersectional and connected to other causes and other and open to what a woman was. There was a lot of uh, connection with trans artists and artists of color, and their outlook was always uh, just as important as anyone else's.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I hope that answered it, I guess.
0: Yeah.: Yeah, that's very well said. that's perfect. Um, yeah, um, I love that take on feminism. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add?
2: Um, no, I just, I enjoyed doing this and thinking about it again, and it would be great to do another screening at some point or, Oh, you know. I agree.
0: I totally agree. That would be awesome. Um, maybe there's something
2: I'm actually, coming up
0: in LA. Yeah, <laughs> could do. that would
2: be, that would be cool. Cause I don't think I, well, no, I did do a festival there, but I haven't done, yeah, I haven't done like a big museum So if you hear of a show coming up, (laughs) let's do it. Yeah, that'd be good.
0: (laughs) That'd be awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Robert. Um, Yeah. Thanks Thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your day.
2: You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: This has been the Women as an Art podcast hosted by me, Leah Schrager, Please visit womenasanart.com for more information and to find us on socials. Thanks!